Lecture Freedom. I'm your host, Barb Allen. Today, I have the distinct pleasure of sitting down with somebody that you all probably know from way back when in our childhoods. I am much more interested in what he is doing today, here, and the now and present. Not that I don't appreciate that show that I wasn't even allowed to watch back then. But um, Kirk Cameron, thank you so very, very much for taking the time to sit down with us today. Oh, it's, it's my pleasure, Barb. And uh, I, I love what you're doing. Um, gosh, Growing Pains was was a blast. I'm so glad that um, people remember that show, and I'm so thankful for the 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 platform that that show has given me to be able to talk about more important things than um, you know sneaking out of the house in the middle of the night and um, you know making up excuses to my parents as to, as to where I was. Uh, we're talking about <clears throat> life, oh, liberty, and yes, the pursuit sorry. of happiness, and strengthening family and faith in God, and 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 that's what allows us to have a country that is so uh, blessed and free to be able to do all the fun things that we love to do. Absolutely. It, it is fascinating how our paths change and what we do years ago impacts what we do now and opens doors that we never know are being opened yeah. for us. Who would, I bet you never would have imagined back then that you'd be doing everything you're doing today, but it all happens, you know, the way it's supposed to happen if you just never give up, which is something you haven't done and something we're not going to do here in this country either. I know you're out here now, you're um, talking about and pushing out your most recent project, one of many, uh, your movie Life Mark. So let's talk about that. And yep. why it's such a powerful story, a moving story. Uh, so you want, you want to share a little bit more about that with our community sure. and how they can go sure. about finding it? Yeah. So uh, Life Mark is a brand new movie that is uh, coming uh, to your house through DVD, Blu-ray, and uh, digital downloads just in time for the Thanksgiving Day weekend. Uh, it's a true story about uh, an 18-year-old girl who found herself with an unplanned pregnancy and changes her mind at the last second from... Uh, abortion to adoption. She places her child up for adoption. He's adopted into this loving home. And she believes that she'll probably never see him again. 19 years later, he has a chance to connect with his biological mother. And she thinks he probably hates her for abandoning him. But he meets her and wraps her up in a, in a loving embrace and says, thank you for the choice that you made. I love my life and I love my family. And um, it, it's an incredibly emotional story. Uh, like I said, it's a true story. And it really moved me when I, when I heard about it because I'm an adoptive father. Uh, my wife and I have six kids. We adopted four of our children. And my wife is an adopted child herself. So uh, I, I wanted to take this story I heard about, turn it into a movie. Uh, I made it with my friends, the Kendrick brothers. Those are the guys that made Fireproof and Courageous and War Room. Um, I get to play the adoptive dad in it, and it's pro-family, it's pro-life, it's um, pro-forgiveness, pro-reconciliation, and pro-new beginnings. Uh, I, I, I hope everyone gets a chance to see Life Mark. It's pro everything that matters most, it sounds like. Yeah, I'd really, I'm looking forward to tracking it down and seeing it myself. And we will absolutely share out every path to see it with our community. You and I just talked very quickly before we started recording about the importance of strengthening yourself and your family and your community. And I, I love that you have taken your talent and your skills and your platform to do exactly that in your own ways. How did you go about, how did you find the people or how did they find you uh, on whose story this movie is centered? Well, somebody sent me a link on my phone to a little documentary that someone made about this story. And it was so good that it just wrecked me. And uh, it was funny. It was heartwarming. It was so moving and thought provoking that uh, I just, I, I tracked them down and I, I said, hey, 
you know, could I get the rights to tell your story on a bigger scale? And so uh, we did. We got to be friends and uh, started producing the film. And then everybody else started to jump on board when it came to the Kendrick Brothers uh, partnering together with me. And then we have a distribution company and pretty soon it turns into a full-blown film. So, um, you know, you, you start something and, and, and never despise small beginnings. I've learned that. Um, if, if a friend hadn't sent me a link on my phone, I never would have made the movie. Even after I got the link and watched the movie, I sort of put it aside. And my wife said, you know, you should really look into that more. You, you, you may have been given that movie for a reason. And if she hadn't said that to me, I probably wouldn't have thought anything else of it. And so uh, I'm, I'm always reminded that um, not only should we never give up when the going gets tough, but we should never um, pass over things that appear to be small and insignificant at the beginning, because it's often those tiny little things that grow into the big things. Um, I, we could go on and on about that, but that's often how great things happen is they start as a tiny little seed. And over time, they get watered and nourished. And before you know it, you look back in the rearview mirror and you go, wow, it's a, you know, that little acorn turned into a giant oak tree and, and it's yeah. significant. Absolutely. I, I love that. I need to, I'm going to send uh, your assistant a story on uh, this family that we met and interviewed. They have fostered and, uh, and adopt terminally ill children. And they're just this most incredible family. I just think for no other reason than that you would be lifted up by their story, you know, to hear it yeah. um, and, and mm, see more about you. them just because they do incredible things. And I know you all have Camp Firefly that you do as well. That's right. But, yeah. 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 So that's, yeah, that's a really sweet. Go ahead. Tell, talk about that. Sure. Uh, camp Firefly is a camp that my wife and family and I started about 32 years ago when we were working on growing pains. So uh, when I was 17, we had little kids with cancer, cystic fibrosis and other um, very serious illnesses who um, were granted a wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. And their wish was to meet the Seavers. They wanted to come down to the set in Hollywood and, and say hi to Mike and Ben, take a picture, <laughs> get an autograph. And uh, we were meeting so many of these kids and we could see how the, the disease affected the whole family, not just the child with cancer, but, you know, dad's got to work two jobs to pay the medical bills. Mom is often living at the hospital with the sick child and the siblings are being raised by relatives or at home alone. And it, it was breaking up the entire family. And we wanted to do something more. So we said, what better than to be able to give them maybe a whole week away from doctors and needles and nurses and caregivers and be together as a family in a, a nurturing environment uh, and make memories that would last them a lifetime together and meet other families who know exactly what they're going through. So we found this place in Georgia. It's out in the woods. It's this nature preserve. It's a family resort called Callaway Gardens. And uh, we invite six families every summer who are struggling with an illness like this. And uh, it's an all expense paid family vacation. And uh, over 250, 300 families have come to Camp Firefly over the last 32 years. And it's just been an incredible blessing for us. And um, I know it's been very helpful for these families also. Yeah, I can only imagine. That is extraordinary. And I love that you, again, are taking your talent and your skills and your heart and following your gut to do these things that matter so much. I know we only have a couple more minutes, so I want to touch really quickly with you on this topic again. Um, you know, 
my husband was killed in Iraq in 2005. I have four little kids. They were six, five, three, and one the day my doorbell rang. We struggled a lot. My <clears> kids <throat> lost out on so much not having their father. It impacted their lives. This is one of the reasons I'm very passionate about our country and its well-being and preserving our core values and learning and growing and remedying the mistakes that I made as a parent and all that and helping other parents do the same. So I you. love everything. Thank you. I love everything that you're doing and why you're doing it. When when people say to me um, that it's that it's there's no use doing anything that we're doing, and they would say, and along that line of reason, they would say, why are you even bothering making movies like Life Mark now? What does it matter? We're done. The humanity is doomed. We've strayed so far off the course. The end is coming. All we could do now, every there, what the messages I continue to get are that everything we're doing, other than praying and asking forgiveness and preparing for the world to end, are is pointless because it's it's we're too we're too far gone. What would you say to that? I would say this wrong. Um, I, I don't know um, where. Well, let me say this. Um, I'm, I'm a Christian man. I'm a man of faith, and so uh, when I want to look for truth and perspective, I go to the Word of God, which is uh, for me, it is authoritative, it is accurate, and uh, I can always trust it. And so when I look to the scriptures, <clears throat> I see that there is a God who is bigger than our circumstances. And history proves that that's true. Um, we here in America have lived under uh, conditions of unprecedented blessing. And so for us, we look and say, the end is near, we're doomed, all of this stuff, because we see inflation going through the roof, we see the borders open, we see our children being indoctrinated with horrific, wicked, twisted, perverted things, we see the family fall. <clears throat> Try going back and living during the Roman Empire. Go back and live in the Babylonian Empire. Go back and live in other countries. Try living in places where there is no gospel Bible influence. You'll find that we have it here much, much, much better than even the pilgrims had it. Who came here and landed uh, after being persecuted in England under a tyrant king who declared himself to be God on earth? If And, and the the economy was was shot. The political corruption was at an all time high. The spiritual um, um, rot within the church was huge. If anyone ever had an opportunity to say, we're the terminal generation, it's not going any further. We're doomed. Let's just stick our head in a hole and pray and just wait for the end to come. Uh, it was them, but they didn't do that. In fact, what they did is they got a hold of the word of God and they looked in history and they saw how Patrick who was enslaved as a 16-year-old, brought over to this island uh, uh, called Ireland and ultimately converts the whole island. They, they look at guys like John Knox. They look at Luther. They look at uh, people who, against all odds, with no hope, actually not only were converted themselves, but then as liberated men and women liberated entire nations. These are great awakenings, great revivals. This is God working through his people to bring about times of refreshing and new life. History demonstrates that. And if the pilgrims can get on a little boat with no army, no money, no influence, and come all the way across an ocean, land in a, in a barren wilderness, and meet with uh, God knows what they were going to find out there in the woods and in the snow, and trust God covenant with one another, and then begin to live in such a way that forms the example and lays the template for what later becomes the freest, strongest, most benevolent and generous nation in the history of the world, who are we to say that we've got no hope? I mean, we've, we've got iPhones, we've got podcasts, we've got the ability to get this information out to so many people. We have 
people who love freedom and we have the heritage of a nation with freedom documents like the Declaration of Independence and the Constitution. We have the Bible written in every language we can think of. We have <clears throat> so many tools and resources, so much more than people throughout history have had. Why can't we see a great revival and awakening in our country? Uh, the only way that that is not possible is if you and I sit here and cry in our Chick-fil-A soup thinking that the end is near and there's nothing we can do. That's, uh, that's just not true. And it will result in a self-fulfilling prophecy if, we, if people go down that road. Um, it's like saying, oh, my marriage is doomed. There's nothing we can do. We fight all the time. She doesn't love me. He's a jerk. Let's just throw in the, well, then your marriage is going to go down the toilet. Uh, it doesn't have to be that. How about you take responsibility for your part in this, recognize that um, you yourself are in need of forgiveness, and you step up to the plate and do your part and pray that God sends times of blessing and refreshing. Um, stop trying to change the other person and you get your part right. God says if we'll just get our part right as the family of faith, that he'll take care of, of, of the enemies. Uh, he will bless our land. He will do all the hard things that seem out of out of our control, uh, but we've just got to get our part right, and, and that's the hard work. It's always easier to look at the enemy and say, "Well, that's why we're suffering because of those bad people over there on the other side of the political aisle." Um, and while that there may be some truth in that, the solution is not to blame shift. The solution is to say, "Wait a minute, I've let this garden go to seed on my watch." Um, we've not been taking care of our families. We've not been taking care of our own children's education. We farmed it out to the government a long time ago. And uh, if we send our children to Rome, uh, I'm sorry, to Caesar to be, to, uh, to be educated, we shouldn't be surprised if they come back Romans. But if we'll take responsibility and we will get involved in our civic duties, uh, we wouldn't have been in this mess. And if we get started now with the mercy of God, uh, we might be able to get it back. And, and I, for one, am not interested in the alternative, which is tyranny and, and, and bondage. It's very difficult to come out of it once you've gone that far down, down the drain. No doubt. Kirk Cameron, you are an inspiring man, man. I am feeling <clears throat> all sort of lit up just listening to you, and it is encouraging, and it is just affirmation to us. What we are doing is not always easy to do, the path that we are choosing. So when we have the opportunity to connect with people like you, um, it really just kind of lifts us up when we need it the most too. So thank you for that. Well, uh, th thanks for, for all that, that you're doing and thank all, all, all of those, all of you who are listening and, and watching. Um, <clears throat> I, I can't help but, but think that uh, I understand the feeling of being discouraged when you see people and uh, institutions of great power, like big government, big media, uh, the big medical industry, doing things that are 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 wrong and bad. But I, I also rem I also have to keep being reminded that God is bigger than all of those things, and all of us together on uh, of of being of one mind, um, taking responsibility and embracing this idea of self government, uh, starting at the local level is a far more powerful force than all the forces of darkness and hell. And the gates of hell cannot stand against 
the family of faith who locks shields together, governs uh, themselves first and their families and their communities and begins to stand and speak and, and defend and fight for what is right. Uh, but we've not yet seen that happen in our country. We need that, 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 that coming together as a country. Um, we, we've gotten pretty used to things being easy and done for us. And uh, we've got to get back to the basics. And if we do, there's great hope. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much. And I know you're taking the path. It probably cannot be easy to focus on the on the films that you're focusing on because they have a positive message, a faithful message, a spiritual message. And those are not what is in call for by the big the big conglomerates now. So you're, you're an uphill battle too, but I know the people that are taking the time to watch your films that do have the good fortune to come across them, to see your content, your documentary you just have out. I just watched that over the past couple of days on homeschooling. It was extraordinary. So thank you for doing what you're doing. When people, people want to find out about your film, about Life Mark, how can they go uh, find it and watch it themselves? So you can go to lifemarkmovie.com. That's lifemarkmovie.com uh, to find out more about that. If you want to find about uh, anything else that's going on, like the Homeschool Awakening or, or the American Campfire Revival projects, just go to KirkCameron.com and everything's there as well. Awesome. Great. And we'll share those links out too. Kirk, thank you again so very much. This has been awesome. Well, uh, it's an honor to be on the Great American Syndicate. Thank you for uh, uh, everyone for flexing your freedom and uh, great to be on the team with you. Mm-hmm.